do not attempt to adjust your settings. We have commandeered this channel and are now streaming our pirate broadcast. This is the pirate stream. Welcome to Pirate Stream Media or the Pirate Stream Dialectical Dissidents. I'm Ryan Christian. As with me, as always, is Courtney Turner and Scott Armstrong. We've got a great show planned for you today. It's been a while, right? We've been, nice to see you guys again. It's been a yes. while. Yeah, yeah, awesome. been a while. I've missed you. Yeah, we had a really great, or rather, you had a really great run with the Rebels. Uh, uh, rally, which I guess is now going to be kind of turning into a bigger thing. You want to talk about that to start? So yeah, kind of uh, we are gearing up. First of all, yeah, we did it. <laughs> that, that was, yeah, exactly. It was a great time. Um, and you guys were awesome. We had a panel. All of us did a dialectical dissonance panel. Yes, and it both of them uh, performed. So, yeah, you did both the speaking and your music was incredible. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, it was really, we had over 50 speakers and musicians and yeah, uh, comedians. I did aerial acrobatics, and we're gearing up to do the next one in Florida, nice. South Florida. Uh, we've been scouting locations. We were in Florida for the past two weeks, uh, I guess last month, and uh, we're thinking it might be in the West Palm area. We're looking at October 13th to the 15th. So, nice. yeah, so with the website rebelsforcause.com, we already have the coming soon for the next one. We have some of the speakers already confirmed. So, We'll stay tuned for that. And this is more than just Florida, too, right? Like it's going to yeah. continue after as I Florida. It? The plan next is to go to Texas. Nice. And uh, the plan is really to roll out uh, through as many places, regions across the country. Uh, hopefully before the election, possibly after too, but definitely nice. uh, that's the idea. It's really just to get the commu local communities and regions energized. Uh, you know, build the communities and support the independent artists. Yeah, the band camp. Right, right. <laughs> we got to get you hooked up with Derek while you're in Texas because he can speak and, you know, yeah, hit your time. Definitely. That, and yeah, that's the good... idea. We want to pull from local yeah. people wherever we go. Nice. So yeah, we'd love that. Well, I just had really a great time meeting, you know, as always, it's great to kind of hit the ground and speak to people and shake hands. You know, I think I said the same thing about uh, the, the reawaken America tour, you know, yeah. Even had my own biases about what you expect. And right. you just come to see, find that there's a lot of people, even if they associate in my mind with a political side that are just kind of, we're all in a very similar path right now, trying to fight for the same things, maybe from different angles. And I just think yeah. that's important to remember, you know, personal sovereignty, really. Yeah, right, I mean, if we right. can't rally behind that and independent creative arts, I, I think we have no hope for humanity. Right. So right. We, we may have different approaches to how we get there, but I think, yeah, we need nice. to come together on that. Nice. Well, how you been, Scott? What's going Good, on? Good, man. Just <laughs> plugging away. Same old, same old, yeah. you know? Yeah, just doing the deal. Nice. Got a nice yep. shirt on there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. yep. Yep. Lots more coming with Firestream in general, guys. So I want to actually make a note on that, that as you know, there's a lot that goes into what this is in general. And, you know, I, I some people email about like, hey, what's going on with that? And it's going to take a while to just to develop. You know, we're, this is we, the beginning stages of something that I think we all plan to take quite a ways. You yes. Know? So, and uh, I'm not going to share too much about it right, right now, but I've shared a little bit with these guys. We have some potential technology that can really up the game. So, yeah, we'll definitely stay tuned. Brain chips, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. I would leave if it was yeah. brain chips. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Yeah. That, that's next time. Right, right. Yeah. That's the third, second step. <laughs> Just, yeah, right. Now, we'll, we'll, let, let's start with something really interesting today that actually Courtney and I were kind of talking about beforehand in regard to, you know, how people in general are sort of, you know, herd animals, right? We're yes. all kind of, we, we, James Corbett did a great cover, a great uh, post about this a while back about the Milgram experiment and how okay. it was a study done that really kind of highlighted how people were 
at the, the, just to make it as simple as possible, were unwilling for the most part to take an action unless they saw other people in their community doing it first. Right. And it's like, I, I was so fascinated by that. Why is that the case? Other than just that we are generally kind of, you know, societally herd animals, you know, however you yeah. look at it, but that it's happening in COVID-19's discussion or a lot of things, right? The party paradigms where people kind of get cowed along by those they see as their authority or, or something in that you know realm. or And so I have a really interesting clip that I wanted to start with about that. But if you guys yeah. want to make comments about that. I do, yeah, because I think uh, we, we were talking about this a little before, but I think it might be interesting for others to hear. I just think that as much as we've evolved, quote unquote, so much as a you know species, we're still like our hard wiring is still yeah. reminiscent of primordial times. And our biology really hasn't advanced very much. And I think that that is actually a survival mechanism. You know, it's this idea that, like, you want to wait. You know, the whole premise behind doing a toast to drink was to make sure that, that they didn't poison you. Oh, right, right. Right? Yeah, so I then I think that. that's kind of what it is. You let somebody go first. Wait, am I going to die if I, I drink that too? And I think that's what it is. It's, it's left over from that hard wiring. And I, unfortunately, we don't have evolved enough reasoning skills. Or maybe we just let our, you know, primal instincts mm. take over those rational skills and so we still default to that yeah, yeah. That's, that's so interesting when I, we were first talking about it i'm like you know my mind's like people are lazy you know but it's right. like when you, you're right when you think about it it's, it is more of a protection mechanism yeah. and it's not even it's actually in, in regard to animals in the wild it makes cool. sense you know yeah. you want to kind of keep with the herd and you know so it's interesting so in a way it is sort of a good thing it's i guess frustrating but though it's, <laughs> we're, we're, we're at a different part in our species now or however you know time and so let's play this video yeah. and we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, totally. I mean, the only thing is like with Milgram specifically, that was like tied to like, you know, authority figures, right? Yes. Authority figures. But it's now nowadays it's interesting because we have like the influencers, right? You right. know, you have right. people that and it's not necessarily the lab coat, but they're people that have like achieved status in one way or another that they know if they can capture those people, then the rest of the herd will follow. So, right. Yeah, and so yeah. do you see that as those people... Like, I mean, do you think it could be both where those people totally. might not even know they're being manipulated? Oh, 100%. Right. I yeah. think that's a yeah. huge part 100%. of it. 100%. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't definitely. think they are. And I think I would go even a step further and I'll make this really quick no, so you can watch the video. Fun. But um, I think that we've been propagandized so much to like the lab coat signifies authority yeah. and really what, what authority do they actually have? Like mm. they know more about your own body and your own, your bio individuality than you do. Probably no. not. They may know <laughs> about what they study in their textbook and that's not to undermine all doctors. You know, I think that many of them do know a great deal and have done great work, but you know, to, to defer all of your authority about your own personal bodily autonomy seems a little nonsensical a little yeah, really. <laughs> <Just> a little. <laughs> yeah no i mean completely it's interesting to make that same overlap with like social media like you're saying mm -hmm. we yeah. saw that with the blue check right yep. that's what and it's very different now as much as it still plays a dynamic because what, what it was before is like you're saying authority sort of going you're okay right. you have the blue check even though there are people with the same credentials that just were like oh you're a conspiracy theorist so we're not going to give it right. to you so it was very clearly kind of like a two-tier discussion yeah. and you began to regard people with blue checks as everybody in a way did oh well they're part of that group you know, and it's very interesting. So on that note, let's play uh, this very yeah. interesting clip. Oh, so you want to say something? No, no. Okay. no. This clip is really fascinating. It's it's a, in an elevator. I'm actually not even sure what the show is from. I recognize the guy's voice. You, you guys will too. He's a fa famous actor, I think. Hmm. But it's a, it's, it's, it looks like a, almost like a trick show or like a, like a practical okay. joke show, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so these people come in an elevator and they basically choose to stay on the other direction. All of them, they're all part of the show. Oh. And the one person who's not part of the show is you know, normally yeah. facing this way. And this is what happened. It's really fascinating. 
In the blue t-shirt, that is Nadia. She is an innocent passerby. Has nothing to do with this. Everybody else in that elevator, they all work for Would You Fall For That. They're all in on the experiment. They're all purposefully facing the wrong way. Nadia is facing the front. You can just see the back of her head wearing the blue t-shirt. That's Nadia. She is facing the front of the elevator like a normal human being. Everybody else is facing the back. We're playing this to you in real time, no editing, as it actually happened. Okay, floor two. Rebecca gets off, Emily gets on, she also works for us. We're swapping people in and out to reinforce the behavior. Emily's acting like it's the most normal. Oh, Nadia's turned. Nadia, it... okay, her bag is slipping off her shoulder. She's nervously playing with it. Yeah. Nadia's now halfway round. Will she go any further? Emily gets off, Mike gets on. Again, Mike works for the show. Presses his button, faces the back like it's the most normal thing in the world, like he does it every day. Nadia is really feeling the pressure right now. I'm not going to see anyone else. Scott's making some small talk. He was on Celebrity Rehab, I think. She's looking towards the back of the elevator because everybody else is. Floor four. Fourth floor, Mike gets off. Lauren gets on. Lauren also works for us. She's in. Oh, and Nadia, Nadia, Nadia has gone. The fourth floor, Nadia has turned all the way around. She's looking at the back of the elevator. That is not normal human behavior. Nadia is looking at the back of the elevator purely because everybody else is. That is so fascinating. So what do you think about that? So I have a couple of The first one is I've seen something really similar where it was like everybody... Uh, like sitting down. Mm-hmm. I think that was like a Darren Brown thing. Mm-hmm. Have you with, seen Darren Brown? Are you familiar with that? I don't think so. Oh man, he's great. He's got some great stuff. I think he's got some Netflix shows, but his whole thing is like the power of suggestibility, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And he's tried to find he's tried to find people that are the most highly suggestible out of large groups. Yeah. And then like he does a big crazy. He creates these big like a couple of his things is like if I could, if we follow this person down this path. Can we get them to actually commit murder? And there was like a whole wow. special yeah. to like convince oh, someone seen, to kill somebody. And then another one is, yeah, yeah, we'll tell you, yes, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> can do exactly. That. This one was like everybody sitting down, and then like people just yeah. like stand up. There's a, be- a, be- a bell, yeah, ring. bell, exactly. A bell rings, and then everybody stands up, and the person that's not it's in like, one's like, what? And then the bell, and then, and then the bell rings, and then another, and then they sit down, right? And then the person's like, what the heck's like, going, what's on? going on? And, and then it's like a few actors, and they rotate some. It's like a casting call, so they're rotating people in and out. And then the bell rings, and then the, and then there's like several people that are not in on it. And then the bell rings, and they all stand up. And eventually, it gets to the point where none, the only people in the room are people that weren't in on it that don't know, and they're all sitting up, standing up, sitting yeah. down yeah. when the oh bell my rings. God, I yeah. can't believe what yeah. drives someone to yeah. do that. And <laughs> I have a like personal experience that's kind of funny because I was at a, a conference, and there was a hypnotist there, and uh, a part of like his thing, he tells everybody to put their hand on their uh, their head and their chin, but mm-hmm. he does he does this. And so I'm like this, and I'm looking around the room, and like, everybody is doing this. And I'm like, what is going on? He said to put it on your chin, right? And it's like, literally, and I'm like, did I do this wrong? Like, the whole room was really funny. You're the critical thinker. You're the one that's like, like, I'm not just But I was so confused. I'm like, what did I do wrong here? Did I hear? You know, I'm hearing embarrassed. I'm like, I must have heard him wrong. (laughs) There's an interesting extension of it, even, is that even though you are someone who is not just following, and you even go as far as to not do it, you're still going, am I wrong? Right, Like, am I I the one that's different? You know, that's so interesting. Yeah, just the, the the elevator thing in general. I just I don't or the bell or it's like I don't 
I mean, I think every one of us, I mean, who knows, find ourselves in the position who you, how you'd react without thinking about it. But I'd like to believe I'd be like, <laughs> why are you guys turned the wrong way? Like, right, right. like what's happening right now? Right, right. That's weird. Like, well, yeah. what, what am I not in on here? Yeah. yeah. Or, or even worse, the bell is like, why would you just mindlessly go along, even though you don't know what's going on? Right. Like, what if yeah. you're standing up for something you don't realize? It's just, it, it all speaks to the same point. It's just to blend in with the herd. You, know, you don't want to be ostracized. You don't want to be yeah. ostracized. And yeah, that, that's, what obviously, that's what it's about. Obviously, mm -hmm. the bigger point is about politics, about government, mm -hmm. about influencers, about how we're being cowed by all. The, and the, the even bigger point, going back to social engineering, yep. you know, Goebbels and all these different, they, they got powerful people are aware of this. Oh, and oh they yeah. use this against us in every single turn. I just think that's really important. This is, I mean, this is Tavistock, right? I mean, all of this social science research is predicated on this. Right, right. And so, yeah, I just think that's something we need to reflect on in regard to influencers. They you know there's bigger names that we're now realizing aren't exactly what we were told, and it's everywhere, right? Well, and but, so much of them, so many of them are being paid, right? And oh, yeah. so, who who's paying them? Yeah. And well, what is the bigger coordinated uh, effort behind yeah, that? Yeah, they're right? going to be propping up a lot of uh, idols for you to fall into worshiping once again, right. and so just be very aware of that. Yeah, like, yeah right. Yeah, and and yeah. As, you, as you pointed out, you know, they don't. A lot of them don't even know. Yeah. Or, no. or willfully ignorant to it. Like, right. they don't, I don't want to look at that because it might suggest that I am, you know, so they just yeah. tell themselves the lie that I am independent and I make much of, you know, there's a lot of people like that. They get kind of like set up, they don't, they're not even told how they're, who they're interviewing and they may be able to ask the questions, but there's someone behind them kind of setting up what they're about to do. Right. So there's a lot of that too. And it's like, so it's not, you know, you have some autonomy, but you know, a lot of these structures are kind of controlling the flow of information. And I think that's super important. Yes. But for me, this go goes into a, a, a different direction. And this okay. is where my mind is with this. And, and we've been, uh, you and I just had a really great interview with Miriam, the, the B lady. Mm -hmm. yep. And, and it's, it's all about like Charles Lieber and the invasive kind of technocratic direction of all the technology. Whitney Webb sent me this and it's terrifying. So we've been talking about the wearables, you know, Klaus Schwab telling us that, you know, this is the, the merging of your biological and digital identities. Surveillance goes under the skin. You've all yeah. know Harari. Yep. Yeah. Over and over telling you this is the, the, the you know, the, that time of uh, free will is over, you know, all yeah. these statements he's making. And, and, you know, it, it, the point is that this is this right here, the, for those in the podcast that the, uh, the title is scientists control human DNA with electricity in quote, leap forward study reports. And as it says, I think that's an interesting title. Yeah, it exactly. is. Especially right. after the other article I sent you about the Chinese. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Well, there's, it gets even crazier if you can believe that. But so it says, scientists have demonstrated that human genes can be controlled with electricity. A breakthrough that could pave the way toward wearable devices that program genes to perform medical interventions reports a new study. So this is getting into the realm of, you know, the bio-implantable, like they, all they do is program you and trigger it to do something from outside and it operates something in i don't mean necessarily like an operation but maybe but internal operation so of some form it's remote controlled epigenetic expression yeah what's interesting is i wrote i think remote control is accurate but i almost feel like these archaic words and terms are becoming they're not even valid anymore you know right. like like robots for example right. it's like well is this nanobot considered a robot even though it's like a particle that's smaller than a virus it's maybe I don't know. I think we're like we're going into we're in uncharted territory here. Totally. You know? But I would agree. I think yeah. it's about remote it's a control. remote interface yeah. that is triggering a epigenetic expression. Right, right. Yeah. And this gets into the concept of you know what we're talking about is the same thing we're doing with these injections, right? The, yes. the pr production, like imagine the concept of the platform, the mm -hmm. mRNA platform, and the idea where they're going. Look, we don't need a safety test. We did that the first time, even though they really didn't. And all we're going to do is pump in the new code on a computer screen, yeah. and then input it, you know, output the new injection, and you're good. What they're saying is that's what happens in your body now. 
right? Mm-hmm. Where we're going to start doing this, connecting with something on the outside that can then be the connection between the outside device and what they're doing internally. And then that eventually just becomes implantable. And I think well, that if you look at the me. Moderna website, that's kind of what they allude to. They talk Absolutely. about the operating system and how it's going to have to be updated routinely, just like you would your computer operating system. Right. Actually, I'll bring that up as you're talking. Is that, that's an important you know, overlap to this. Yeah. Um, I also think this is, I, I bring this up a lot too, because if you look at like the MK Ultra studies, you know, people are very, I think, very familiar and very versed, especially in today's milieu with the mind control. You know, that's pretty easy to do with trauma based mind control, a lot of, you know, programming, conditioning, um, the, just the social engineering that we're talking about. But a lot of people don't really think about actual brain control. And right. they did a lot of studies with that. We talked about that with the dust. Um, yep. But, you know, Delgado did a lot of work with that and, and on in the MKUltra experiments. Mm-hmm. And they're, that's actual brain interface where they're controlling your brain, right. literally. And what I think what we're, we're dealing with now is the next step technologically, yeah. where it's just like this has always been the kind of agenda, the effort that, you know, obviously powerful people would want to control the way you think and act. That's what they do anyway, right. social engineering. And this is just kind of like the technologic step technological step into this. You're, here's the uh, Moderna. By the way, these are no longer there. Not this way anymore. This is, I have this on the way back machine. Oh, both, wow. both, both the timeline that shows you that they used a Chinese genetic sequence right. and two days later made the vaccine for Operation Warp Speed while Trump was going through lying to us. And they used that genetic sequence without any verification to make the basis for everything they did. But let's not pretend like that matters. But this one is about the, the platform. And as you're saying, mm-hmm. it says right here, we built this the Moder- we built Moderna on the guiding premise that if using mRNA as a medicine works for one disease, that should work for many diseases. Now, Moderna literally is mod RNA. That's yep. what we're talking mm-hmm. about, even though we're Modified only now RNA. discovering that's what they're using for a lot of people. Modified, yeah. Right. RNA. Which is funny because Epoch Times just did a big article the other right. day. They're like, you guys, there's no mRNA in it. It's mod RNA. And I'm like, yeah, I know. We wrote articles yeah, on that yeah. like three Scott, months Scott ago. Scott did the yeah. substack, you know, forever yeah, three ago. Three months ago. Yeah. And, and, it's, well, and it's N1 methyl uridine yeah. modified RNA. Yeah. And right, and what we talked about is why, how that is, the, the reasoning is that it makes it last longer. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why the experts out there who think it's mRNA are like, no, you're wrong. It breaks down immediately. Well, we're not mm-hmm. talking about mRNA, yep, right? Exactly. So just Go to ahead. clarify for the audience, uh, when you say traditional mRNA, that's messenger RNA, which mm-hmm. your own body actually has. And that is Organic. the messenger to signal to your RNA. Right. So you have DNA and then you have the messenger RNA, which signals the RNA to replicate. But this is modified RNA. So it's actually modifying your mm-hmm. DNA. Oops. Here, I'll bring up uh, the, the sub stack we put up about this. Which is just so you guys, if you want to dive more, I, I did a great clip on this. Then Scott added yep. a bunch of extra stuff go. as well. It's a really good breakdown. And it's important to understand what this is because it's not what you're being told. But the point Whitney, or excuse me, that Courtney was making, uh, recognizing the broad potential of mRNA science, we set out to create an mRNA technology platform. Now, what's interesting is they were really kind of proud about this kind of analogy. And it's really more than an analogy, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then when we were like, that's crazy, they like really quickly seemed to remove all of this. And you, won't, you can't even find this overview on their website anymore. Right. But it says that functions very much like an operating system on a computer. Mm. And it is, it is designed so that it can plug and play interchangeably with different programs. And in this case, you the program or app is the drug. Unique mRNA sequence that codes for a protein, and we're watching that happen right now. It's, Which is it's fantastic because you don't have to do any clinical trials, you don't have to do any like research and development. It's just fantastic, exactly. dude. It's brilliant. Exactly. I wish I would have come up with that. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I want to play this this opening clip. I played a bunch of times really quickly. It's like ten seconds, but it's, it's this is what I was referencing the other day in regard to kind of how the COVID nineteen agenda before we even got to it was already driving like as he says here to turn your body into 
your cells into drug factories. Right. And that's what this is all really kind of driving towards. This is the article we're showing right now is the one of the early steps to connect the wearable aspect to this internal kind of direction. And what he says here is that they're very Wall Street and and big pharma essentially are very excited about this idea. Wall Street and biotechnology companies have been very excited about this idea. And what essentially it is is trying to hack the cells in the body in order to make them into drug factories. And of course, you can see Pfizer in the background while he's talking about that. You know, don't miss that. Right, right. But so going forward on this, I reference uh, Miriam and she, you know, she's been really kind of you know, knocking this down for a while in regard yeah. to Charles Lieber and the work yeah. we did there. But so what you're looking at here is, is kind of one of the earlier steps of what they're trying to do in regard to invasive, which I'm also right now asking whether that's almost like a red herring. Right. So I'm, I really feel like they're past this already, but the extension of the technology to be able to like, in, you know, basically control somebody or biosurveil from within. Yeah. Right. And that's the, you know, do you want to comment on that? Since we talked about it, I think that's a. Yeah. Um, but the, the, I, I was just thinking about your oh, point that we're already past that. And, and I think mm. that that is actually pretty accurate because usually the technology precedes by at least two decades, mm. typically. Yeah. Um, so I think we, we were in the testing phase and now they, they have, you know, kind of refined it and then they're moving forward. Uh, and I think ultimately where they're moving forward, really, this, this is, of course, speculation, but it, they've. They've said it, so it seems like what they're going to try to do is move it towards the the connection to the CBDCs mm, and the digital mm. IDs. And, that terrifies me. Yeah, that really terrifies me. So that's a very dystopian. Obviously, that's a. I still think that can be stopped, but I think that's their goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I, and that the reason that scares me is because the CBDC aspect is just alarming anyway. But then yeah. you overlap that with some sort of like internal medical Bio- and shots. social credits. Is, yeah. But uh, have you seen that, that now in Europe, they're doing all these just to enter stores, you have to scan your retina, yeah. right? Like just, yeah. to add, and wow. they're, they're now requiring visas in order to enter in 2024 in Europe. And oh, that's gonna, right. From the US, yeah. no longer, that's interesting. Yeah. And I think it's only because of that. That's yeah, really do. Exactly. Yeah. That's terrifying. Well, here, here's another one from Miriam as well that I just referenced not re, uh, a while, not not too long ago, and I think this is sort of like another one of these kind of early steps in this direction. As she talks about a Roomba-like treatment mm-hmm. that you in, that you put into your body that circulates within your blood that apparently whisks away pathogens before you get sick, and, you know. And so right now, as we already know that they have the ability with things just like this to biosurveil, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we might as well bring up the the uh, Charles Lieber virus-sized particles, yep. right? Because this is exactly what we're talking about. That in yep. 2011, they already had the ability to do virus-sized particles that could actually biosurveil mm-hmm. in much less way than they are now. But that's important to think about. So how do you think this connects to, you, you know, where do you think this is going? You know, I, this is just really terrifying to me. Well, this is real time, guys. This is not like 20 years from now. I think it's going in many different directions. And then, you know, we'll get to the other article because mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Do you think a part of it is a targeted weapons um, I do. I know that sounds totally dystopian and paranoid, but I do think that that is an element of what's going on. And I, I know DNA that, targeted or what? like DNA targeted or targeted how? A targeted either for specific individuals. I, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, agree. DNA. I think they're still working on that, mm-hmm. and I think honestly that I I'm not I'm not ruling it out, but I don't know that they've really refined that, and I think a lot of that has more to do with the like propaganda because mm-hmm. that can create uh, more of this intersectional kind of uh you know class struggle type of yeah. um so I, I think that has more that's more of the cultural 
propaganda. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say that I think they're not working on it. I do think that they're working on it. And I think that that's certainly, it's always been, I mean, that's Darwin's of uh, the most favored uh, races, races, right? Like that's the whole mm. uh, origins of species. Uh, but I think that, I, I don't know if I talked about it before, but when I had that whole thing with the Shalazian in mm. my eye, um, they were saying that, you know, there's an increase in intraocular allergies and they think that pollen has been uh, really intensified. Uh, she didn't use the word weaponized, but I found an article, uh, like a medical journal, and they're actually using pollen because it has a hollow molecular structure uh, for nanotechnology. God. And that has multifaceted components because on the one hand, you could create targeted weaponization where you create histamine responses in people, mm. right? But you could also just intensify, uh, you know, allergies, discomfort, ailments, you know, you could do Man. all sorts of, or, and surveillance, right? Because now you have this nanostructure. I don't know exactly what they're doing with it. It's, it was research. It was a research article. So hmm. it's definitely still in the experimental phases. I don't know wow. what they've done since then. But I think it's connected to this because they're using this nanotechnology. And I think a huge part of it is surveillance. They want real-time data, track and trace at all times. I think they also want to merge us with machines. It's hmm. a transhuman uh, agenda, which I think they ultimately want to lead it to a post-human where they have like the Skynet heart, high board mind that controls all. And that's where the CBDC comes into play. It's a great stepping stone for that. Mm. But yeah, I think it's multifaceted. Yeah. 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 Wow. On that? Man, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, you, just to the point about like, who knows where it's at now? I mean, it's like, yeah, just right. like when you describe the pollen stuff, it's like, you know, they probably are in like in nature, like engineering plants and shooting these things out. In the atmosphere. Birds aren't it's real. Like, like birds aren't real. Man, who knows? <laughs> Who knows? So I mean, like, I actually think that is probably like, is it really I think that it's hilarious? I mean, it's probably, yeah. I, I'm willing to bet you for sure that they have a bird that is a drone. Like, that's yeah. probably or not bugs. I've seen some totally. bugs around here in Tennessee. I'm oh. like, that is but definitely a drone. But the idea that birds dude. are real in general, yeah. I think, is almost that's put hilarious. out to cover that. You know, it's like, yeah, it is. Yeah. It, yeah. It's to discredit, right? right they make right. things so extreme. Uh, the opposite but, of a bird. Birds exist, right? It's just, yeah. 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 yeah, birds <laughs> exist. But I have to tell you, I had an experience with a fly. And uh, I, I'm not even going to mention the name, but I was talking to somebody who is very, very likely that there is some sort of uh, surveillance on him at all times. Mm. And I had like a 10 minute conversation with him. This fly did not bother me at any other time in the day. Funny. And, the, and it was a huge, massive fly would yeah. not leave it. And somebody else actually commented on it was like, that fly really likes you. I'm like, apparently. 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 <laughs> well, on the note of the, the DNA or ethnic weapon conversation, which, by the way, Derek just wrote an excellent article about the reality of that and, you know, the whole RFK overlap to that. And, you know, it's interesting that Israel, along with South Africa at the time, the apartheid South Africa, were kind of leading that charge. And it's interesting that now that's been like the thing buried by accusing him of anti-Semitism. It's very interesting. But aside from that, I there is one example of somebody who is, uh, I forget the what, his title was, but he was a very, you know, in this field of science and he's speaking in some kind of a symposium. It might've been a world economic forum thing saying basically that right now they do have the technology to like, like if they have a blood sample from you, they could make a weapon that they could deploy in the world that would kill just you. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but that would, I would think that has to be genetic DNA ethnic focused, but you know what I mean? But either way, you, what you're saying is that if they are driving towards that and I wonder mm-hmm. whether it's already happened, like well, with, I think it has already. I mean, they, we know they have that like heart attack uh, oh, weaponry. Yeah. I mean, that's been proven. So they have frequency technology that mm-hmm. can target specific individuals. I, and, I meant genetically, though, like to where it's like an actual genetically based on your DNA makeup that they could focus it. But you could have been lying. Right. You know, I don't know. I, I think that that's it's I feel like that's harder to target one individual with I that. Yeah. I, I can see them trying to take out a race of people with that. 
uh, you know, some sort of like a genocide type of mm -hmm. ethnobomb. Uh, they call yeah, it in South Africa. Yeah, it, wow. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it there, but I can see them working on that, and I can see that being. I mean, the, the genocists don't seem oh, yeah. to have gone yeah. away. So, no. right, right. Yeah, I mean, so that's a terrifying know, thing that you know. But I would think logically, if you can make a weapon that focuses on a on a ethnic general generality, that you could probably fine tune it down to the unique aspects of your DNA. Oh, I'm but, sure. You know, I don't know. Makes perfect sense that it have yeah. something like that. Right. Or if not, it's a very desirable thing for them to have. Which, yeah, like, yeah. If you can covertly take out your target without having any evidence yeah. or fingerprints left behind, like, I geez. think they just they, for it's to be targeted yeah. on one individual, like they know so little really about genetics. And they spent so much money on that genome project, and I honestly, it's starting to look like it was a cover for something else at you this think, point. You think? I mean, to me, it looked like it was about exactly what's happening. Like, really? if they can get enough, like, the same, same thing that he was just talking about in that article, there was a, a, a um, human rights kind of freedom watch group that was talking mm -hmm. about that in regard to police, right. how they have this random argument now in the United States, they can just take your DNA, whether or not you're charged with a crime, which is wild. And he said that they then hold that. And in, in perpetuity. And right. what we're saying is that we don't even understand what that means yet. Like, we'll point we get into cloning and, you know, 20 years well, from now, very, and they'll still have it on file, right? It's a very, yeah. standard, thing. It's a very standard thing. When you get felonies, they take your DNA, and it's just there. Yeah. But I'm yeah, talking yeah. about without being charged. Oh, like, so right. you get picked up for yeah. something under accusations, and oh, even yeah. if you're innocent, they yeah. still get your DNA. That seems, that oh, I mean, there like was all that speculation totally. about the swabs, that that's what they were doing. That, was, that's don't I don't deny any of that, that they're definitely researching and they're harvesting, and the DNA is very interesting to them. I, I just question that they're at a point where it can be so fine-tuned that one yeah. individual, that they enough. could do that kind of, They could. can do targeted weaponing, uh, weaponization towards one individual. Uh, I just don't know that, in other ways, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, No, I agree. I mean, it's good. We should ask. We don't know. You know, yeah. we should, maybe don't. they're lying to us or gaslighting I don't us. I don't doubt that they'd like to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they could. Well, the interesting point about the, the tests, like you said, mm -hmm. is that, again, BGI is a Chinese company that Bill Gates has been working with long before. He has like a mm -hmm. memorandum, an operation memorandum with them, like in 2010. But they worked with them during the COVID-19 agenda. In 2021, they they opened six labs in the United States, which, by the way, is an interesting overlap to that weird lab conversation, if you want to even get into that. But what's interesting is that that is, you know, it, they, they were openly saying that we were going to take DNA and, you know, use this information, just like 23andMe openly right. said, look, we're going to use this to make genetic drugs. Yeah. They were very clear. And yet, so the point is that they have this overlap there where they're just like harvesting all this DNA mm -hmm. and overlapping with China. And U.S. government knew that, you know, right. so it's like all this overlap. But yeah, I, I think well, what we saw during COVID-19 with Iran and Italy, remember right. that? I think yeah. that really showed a possibility there. My thought was that Israel, of all people, had a perfect opportunity to kind of go, you know, and that's just my opinion. Yeah. But we, the point was we saw COVID was happening, yeah. whatever that was. And then... In Iran, there was that case that nobody could explain. Remember, it, it happened from the middle of Iran, and then it kind of exploded, and then you had Italy and Iran, like, extremely worse than everybody else. And everybody was confused by that. My, and then we pointed out that there is, it's easy to prove, a genetic, very a pretty close genetic overlap between Italy and Iran. People were like, that's not true. It's, it is. And so the interesting part about that is it, it's possible that, that was something that was like, hey, this is happening. What if we just threw that in there and test to see if this works? And sure enough, you had this very weird strain they couldn't prove. And it's, I think that well, is really possible. they had that whole theory about the KR26 line. Mm -hmm. I think I'm saying that right. The KR26 line, which, uh, and so it's the, the theory was, yes, that maybe it might mean the COVID would affect you uh, less, but it was more about uh, the infertility. Mm -hmm. And that uh, if, you ha if you were part of that line, that because a lot of people were having hormonal disruptions and, and infertility as a result of uh, 
not just the bioweapon, but this is a theory. I mean, that there's, you know, evidence on both sides to indicate this, but this was a lot of evidence was pointing in this direction and that people who were from that line were uh, more in, impervious to being infertile as a result of mm. uh, the COVID-19. Yeah, interesting. Well, I mean, I think it's just important that we ask these questions. Sure. Because I think it's very clear that they're looking toward it. As even RK said, and he's right, both China and the United States are investigating this or have already done it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that, that brings us back to the, you know, the points we were saying to finish off this kind of segment is just that this is a direction they are striving for. And that's not right. just ethnic DNA weapons. That is the invasive biosurveillance, yes. the internal medicine. I mean, Whitney wrote about this in 2020, the in vivo nano platforms, the gels we talk about, yep. the, you know, all these things are Real what about what the, the uh, Albert, uh, I'm blanking his last name, Borla. but the- yeah, mm-hmm. who, he said that, that you're going to have these pills that you take. Right. That are, yeah. yeah. Well, that was specifically, and well, I, but I thought the but same thing. I'm sure thing. they're going to use generic. Right. Well, but it was it was about a pill that you would take that would like essentially, you know, it was something about there was enforcement about if you if you it would track whether you took it or not right. or something like that. And he argued it was just about like schizophrenics and their drugs. Oh, and it's right. like, well, well that's sure, always that's how it starts. That's always their yeah. <laughs> so it's like you could easily apply that logic to all the maniacs during COVID that were saying, did you take your vaccine? You know, it's all like right. that's just the same thing, right? right? But my point is this goes into this realm. Scientists mm-hmm. receive green light to actually merge human brain cells with computer chips. Oh, right? nice. So this, this is posted on Activist Post, July 26th. Mm-hmm. Right? So these things are moving forward rapidly right now. And yeah. it just terrifies me because I think most people don't even think this is real. No. You know? Well, I, I've had conversations with like, people I really, really highly respect who will just completely discredit, like not even engage in any conversation and discourse regarding the nanotechnology um, and how that's tied to surveillance and, mm-hmm. you know, what the bigger picture there could be. Like they won't even engage in it. And they basically just look at you like very condescendingly when you, when you bring it up. Yeah. And I think that's really yeah. unfortunate because I certainly don't claim to have all the answers, the evidence, but I think we should be looking at it. There's enough research being done. There's enough concrete evidence. There's certainly enough patents out there mm-hmm. that this looks like something that could be very viable. And they've, they've said it. They've said that these are the other plans. So why wouldn't we investigate? Mm-hmm. Right. Because people are afraid. Oh, yeah. Because they get cowed, like the video we saw in the beginning, where they somebody they respect or somebody they think is more intelligent told them this was dumb. And so they went, oh, I'm not supposed to talk about that. That'd be my guess. You know, because like you said, an objective person can look at this. It's an objective truth. They've openly said it. I mean, it's like the point about Ukraine, which just still makes me laugh, where their own coverage, this is so stupid, right? Over and over and over, we're like, Nazis, it's dangerous. They're doing all these bad things. Then after February, it's like, what What do you mean? You guys are conspiracy theorists. Mm -hmm. Like, just on a dime like that. Just gaslighting. Totally. And I think, like, people... I don't see how anybody didn't see that, you know? So it's just people choose to do things for very ridiculous reasons. Yeah. But this is about the other kind of out like right now we have the internal side of this where people in you know lieber langer kind of direction scientific direction are trying to find ways to surveil from inside for mm-hmm. you know to keep it safe of course but we also have this been going this has been going on for a long time this is from actually 2018 in the telegraph mind reading tech being used to monitor chinese workers emotions we just saw that on the web not too long ago right yeah. talking well, about the again, internal stuff again we'll go back to the Substack. we mm-hmm. uh did an article on that just a couple of weeks ago like the current state of uh, mind control technology and like, like talking about some of these different implications and different things that uh are coming coming down the line that they are talking about openly right they're like um i don't know when it was a couple of weeks ago yeah, there we go but anyway but yeah so piece on that showing a lot of clips of in their own words you know um and then one of the things i did too just to give context is if you go to the bottom 
there's like a whole section where it shows like the history of all these mind control patents going back to like the 70s just yeah. to let oh, you know yeah. like like hey this is the technology they had like in the 70s yes. and they yeah and, and they MK Ultra were doing yeah. the, MK Ultra. Yeah. they were doing all this research that yeah. goes back to the 50s yeah exactly right I mean, so, it just shows you that this has always been. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting one too. That yeah. the cryptocurrency, exactly, the, 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 the brain activity data. Right. Yep. I mean, that, that's yep. actually. Let's bring this up because this is yep. one that's super relevant to the CBDC direction. Because yep. yep. when this first yep. came out, when, or when it was talked about in 2020, all the, all the conspiracy theories lost their minds. Right. Right. Well, it was, it was 2018. 2020. Bill Gates. Damn it. Right. Right. <laughs> but if you haven't seen this, guys, it might yeah. blow your mind. Cryptocurrency system using body activity data. So this is where you can earn cryptocurrency by allowing invasive kind of surveillance oh, yeah, and, yeah. or whatever it goes, wherever yeah, it goes. This. And so how, I mean, this is, oh, here's actually an even more interesting connection to this. You guys have talked about this both, I imagine, I think. Mm -hmm. the, the world coin. Aspect. Yeah, world coin. Barrett yeah. just wrote about this too. And so that's, this is exactly the same oh, thing. People are scanning their irises. And what's weird is yep. apparently you have to be like, I don't know how this is going to work functionally, but you have to be in person with this orb. Yep. I don't know if there's more than one of them. I don't know. But you have to scan your irises and then you get cryptocurrency for it. Yeah. And all these ridiculous people are lining up to get it. Of course. Like, well, it's just like I, I imagine this world, and I've probably said it on this show before. I don't know if I've said it on this show before. But it's basically the idea of like, okay, so if you're getting rewarded for like watching commercials or something like that, it knows you're watching a commercial. So it's giving you money for watching commercials. There's going to be a segment of the population that's literally just going to sit in their room and watch commercials all day. Right. And that's what they're going to, oh, that's what they're going to. Yeah, about they're just, this. I'm just going to sit there watching Eminem commercials all day. And then the cryptocurrency that gets downloaded. So you're going to be paid for, advertising, for watching for ads. For watching ads, yeah. and, which they already have like on phones. Like people can yeah. do that. There are apps where you can like get little tiny amounts of money for watching ads and stuff. But then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, and then now you're going to, what, spend all that cryptocurrency on M&Ms, you know? The commercials right. that you're watching, it's just like this. And then people you become are like a battery. in their coon pods, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's locked in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah and you're just like a battery of just like advertising consumption, advertising consumption, while they're just like, it's just like, you're just not doing anything. You're just nope. literally a battery, a vessel to funnel this imaginary money back to the billionaires. Right? And, and every to, dystopian movie. Yeah, exactly. Ever, right? And I mean, for data mining. <laughs> yeah, right, data mining. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I was trying to find, you guys, I know you guys have seen this. I, I don't know how to even look this up. There's that TikTok thing that's weird as hell, right? Where that, oh, that's that what dystopian this is. music? Oh, no, oh. I don't know. Not that, but well, maybe. But so maybe. What, what I'm seeing is that you have these, uh, all these overlaps. Basically on TikTok, you can make, people can donate using yeah. all these weird things like ice creams and whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you get, you know, it's like two cents or five cents or whatever. Okay. And, and apparently you have to, I don't know if you have to, actually, I'm not even sure you guys can tell me if you know, but what you see is people that, are responding a certain way every time. So an ice cream pops up and they go like, yum, ice cream, and then like lick the screen or whatever. And it, But I'm, it's weird as hell. And it goes, oh, there's weird music and they're all dancing. It's really weird. And then every time these things <laughs> pop up, every time it's a certain thing, it's corresponding. If it's a, a hot dog, they do a weird little dance for it. It's the same thing every time. And it goes over and over and over. People just dumping money at these people. And they're making money. So these no kids idea. spend hours on here making all this oh, money, yeah. and they just become like these weird automatons where they're just like, it's like it's like Pav Pavlov and his Pavlov and his bell, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's isn't that exactly what we're talking about? So yeah. just what you described. Yeah. I wish I had to look that up right now because if you haven't have seen no that, idea. it is weird, no man. Idea. Just getting them to just like like perform, like pay, tipping them to perform in a certain way. Well, maybe? like essentially, and this is what I, I'm curious. Let us know in the in the community out there. Like, so what I what I think I understand it is that like if you have the choices to donate. You hit the like the ice cream, and they're supposed to do a thing oh, when you okay. hit that. Okay. It's supposed to be like, it's oh, like, like only, it's like OnlyFans or something. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. if they don't, I'm not sure if they don't get it or if people just about. won't do it anymore. They'll go right. somewhere else. And so these you have these kids, you know, you have like attractive girls dressing right. up sexually, or whatever, and they're just doing it for like an hour, just going blah blah blah. It's just I, I wish I had an example because yeah. you got for some people that haven't seen it, that might not make much sense. The bottom line is that you have people that are being set up just like Scott said. 
to essentially be monetized to just be present and mm -hmm. just kind of be a part of this weird system. And eventually that's going to be overlapped. And it probably already is with, you know, advertising oh, or, yeah. or any number of overlaps that we're talking about. And that's just terrifying because mm -hmm. these kids are being brainwashed, yeah. socially engineered with these platforms. Like, well, like yeah. we know with TikTok and Facebook and everything mm -hmm. else. Yeah. And then conditioned to be just completely helpless, like learned helplessness. And it's yeah. like, oh, you're not going to be anything in the world. Might as well just sit there and watch Eminem. Well, and they're also day. being conditioned to have no uh, frame of reality. No. I, I really yeah. think that the future is going to be reality wars. And, you know, that's yeah. like people arguing over like Get what that domain real, name. what actually happened. Realitywars.com. Get that yeah. domain name. I'm, I'm trying, still trying to find one of these. It's just so strange, guys. Anyway, I'm not, I, I, I can't find it. But look it up. You guys will see what we're talking about. But the bottom line is this is getting out of control. And, and what we're staring at on the screen still is the cryptocurrency system where just take what we're, you know, clumsily, I'm clumsily describing into your body. Right to where now you're able to make these things internally without the computer, without anything else. That is just about my biggest nightmare. Yes. Yeah. Well, here are the last couple of points on this that, uh, that Courtney shared. China's military is leading the world in brain neuro strike weapons. Whoa. Well, you want to talk about that? That's pretty terrifying. It's really terrifying. So this this is a, exactly what we were kind of alluding to. This idea of like a remote interface kind of a brain uh, weapon. And uh, they're saying that it's uh, targeted for world leaders, that that's mm. the purpose of this one. Um, you know, I, I always say that they do all these things. They put a D in front of it. So in the name of defense, <laughs> quote unquote, they can just have a black ops carte blanche budget to do whatever they want. And not only that, but they can propagandize the masses to support it because, of course, we should have one, too. You know, just like the super soldier program, right. everyone has one because they justify they, them doing it. To exactly. Well, we need to, we can't lose out. We have to be, uh, you know, in competing. Arms so race. It's right. an arms race. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's sort of like what we're seeing in Ukraine. It's just, and this, this is not a valid argument. I mean, this is what, this is a, a, a morally inept, lazy argument that people accept because they want to be on this side of the argument, but mm -hmm. that they will go, oh, well, Russia's using cluster munitions. Right. And even though, as I've shown very clearly, I, I don't deny that it's possible. I wouldn't surprise me at all. But there's not actually evidence other than Ukraine saying they did. Right. And how often has that worked out so far, right? They yeah. keep lying about everything. <laughs> they're so but honest. it's certainly possible, right? But the U.S. <laughs> steps up and goes, oh, we're going to give the Ukrainians cluster munitions because Russia's using them. Oh, so you're okay committing war crimes? Oh, but it's not war crimes because they did it first. Like, mm -hmm. what are we, kindergarten? Mm -hmm. you, you're supposed to be the, what you pretend is the shining example of how you're supposed to, but you're just doing it because they did first? I mean, are we really that juvenile? Apparently so, you know? Mm -hmm. and yeah. that, but as yes, you're saying, if they, Russia did it, they did it. But I, I argue that they all do that and half the time even lie about it. Well, I, yeah, and I true. think a lot of times it's really, it's a cover because what are they really doing? Like, what is the research really going towards? And half the time it's not, for defense, a lot of times it ends up becoming, uh, and again, I know this sounds so paranoid, but we've just seen the evidence. A lot of times it ends up being weaponized against the people. Mm -hmm. It's really to advance the you know, oligarchical structure, the powers that be, the military-industrial complex. It, and it's not defending us against some supposed threat that is some other nation. Typically, these nations are colluding together. I mean, I think that's a lot of what's going on with this proximal origin story cover-up, mm, too, is that, you know, they keep wanting to point China as the boogeyman, right? They go back and forth. Oh, we didn't want to offend China. Oh, no, but really, we, uh, you know, this is, we should use this to stoke tensions and all the China hawks can come out, come out to play, you know, and we, we can engage in World War III. But I think really what they're trying to hide with all of this obf obfuscation is who, where did this all start, right? Mm -hmm. It was right. North Carolina. And it's not just, uh, it's not just North Carolina. Like there's 
these biolabs in Winnipeg, in, in the Ukraine. How many of them were in Ukraine? I mean, right? yeah, I think the 13 was the number, but more than we realized. Yeah, the there were a whole bunch of them. And I think you're right. I think it was like 12 or 13, mm-hmm. but there were, there were many. There were multiple. It wasn't even just one. And so it seems like they're all over the world and they're, it looks like they, they collude. They're working together. So I think really the real story there, and this is speculation, but to me, it looks like the real story is how they colluded together. And I think that's part of what the whole Charles Lieber story is really about, too. I think it's a, it's at least a lead to that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of why they wanted to take him out, um, you know, yeah. of course, for tax evasion. But. Yeah. Well, why don't we talk about that? This is really fascinating. Have you guys seen this Wall Street Journal article? Mm-hmm. That I think, I think that's what you're referencing, right? Mm-hmm. That, so basically, Robert Cadleck, who is, oh. you know, in the, the, Whitney wrote about him early on in regard to, as she coined it, the head of the Hydra. Mm-hmm. And this is in regard to yeah. Marathrax conversation she wrote about. And, you know, and so this guy and this guy is a not somebody who was on your side. Yeah. He has been integral in, in the anthrax and 9-11, all these different conversations. And, and what's interesting is the Wall Street Journal comes out with this article where he was suspicious. And Anthony Fauci, basically, the bottom line is to cut to the chase that it was vaccine research that led to the pandemic. Right. He said that's the proximate cause. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's at first you're like, whoa, right? Like that's that's a that's a huge that he's blaming what they did. And we're like bioweapon. We're you know, yeah. but what's interesting is when you break this down, and Whitney pointed this out as well, what they're essentially doing is sidestepping gain of function, right? Mm-hmm. So what they're they're saying, well, it was vaccine research. Right. So we may have screwed up, but it's still necessary because vaccines save lives. Because he's not arguing it didn't work, right? He's just saying it got out of control. And so in in a way, this is what they do. They blame they're they're giving us a bone. And mm-hmm. saying, but and probably blaming Fauci, it seems. Right. But what's going to happen is they're going to argue that we still need to continue this research for vaccines, and it just continues the same game. It's but it's well, it's the same playbook. You look back at like polio, even small. I mean, all these vaccines, right? That they were doing it was in the name of vaccine research, and then you look when you actually dive into the story, uh, it looks like there were all these outbreaks and all of these other, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things that came as a result of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the whole and of course it's all relevant now with the SB forty and the yeah. cancer uptake and you know dr mary's monkey squalene and all these different overlaps to the previous yeah it's it's i mean what it just shows you is these things just we know this stuff we've all in fact it's already been broken by other journalists it's just, yeah we just it just we have the attention span of a housefly in this country or just drift off into the new thing but i don't think it's just that we have the housefly <laughs> we have the attention span of a housefly i don't think i don't think <laughs> or it's a, goldfish whatever you want to say yeah, right, right. i think there's truth in that but i think it's more intentional i think mm-hmm. they do this information overload and they do it to Distract us. We can only focus on so many things at once. And you can only go deep on so many things at once. So if they keep bombarding us with all of these different stories, they may be all valid, but we can't follow all the trails at the same right. time. Yeah. That's sort of like the uh, Brave New World or yeah. sort of an overlap that just overwhelm you to where, you know, take your, what is it, Soma? You your know, Soma, yeah. Screw it. Just, I don't want to look anymore. Mm-hmm. I watch, you know, eat my McDonald's, go to Walmart. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, and you're right. I definitely think that's a huge part of it. It's yeah. social engineering. But yeah, this this does concern me because I believe that this is just very clearly cementing that this is not going to stop. Yes. Right? The gain of function, excuse me, EPPP research, because that's what they pretended to change <laughs> yeah. to. But it's just the same game. And it's and it's always been a problem. It's always been illegal. And it's just going to lead to more. I mean, what blows me away, actually, is that Fauci's entire platform conversation. I mean, I really do put it on him at this point because he's been pushing this concept has been admitted to be a failure. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what I don't this. I can't believe this doesn't get more attention. Right. Is that he came out with this. 
at a time when he when it was clearly beginning to become clear that this was not working the way that they claimed. This is the end of 2022. Mm-hmm. Rethinking next generation vaccines for coronavirus. Oh, you're gonna bring it up from the screen. And the bottom line is he, and you can please read the whole thing. I will include this in the show notes. What he says at the bottom is just essentially admitting that this didn't work, right? Oh, go ahead. You want to say something? Well, I, yeah, I just want to add that in terms of when you're talking about uh, their future plans, well, they're now talking about cancer vaccines. Yeah, they're making and, them already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, we've now seen, I, I may be getting this wrong, but I think they said it's something like a 700% uptick in cancer. Oh, my God. In the turbo, turbo cancer. cancer. Yeah. yeah. And uh it does really look like it's a result, uh, you know, or at least there's some sort of connection to these injections. Right. Isn't that and, the SV40 specific overlap yes, right now? Yeah, exactly. that's what I thought. Yeah, then it's that that's been that's been brought up before. You yeah, know? And it's Dr. A, Mary Funky. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's so many examples to that. I mean, you did a you did a Substack on cancer stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah a few months ago. That? Yeah, totally, man. They said that two out of three people that are presenting with cancer are stage four right now. Oh, um, and whereas before that was like, you know, it wasn't every, I can't remember the exact percentage, but Expedi- yeah, just exponential, exponential increase. increase. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I pretty much the only people in my orbit that I'm aware of who have, well, I do know someone that died of a stroke mm-hmm. very young and actually that girl I used to date back in Oregon. Um, and then, um, but other than that, it's mostly just cancer. I keep hearing of cases of people mm-hmm. dying of cancer, taking the shots, dying of cancer. So it's I know so the SV40, uh, connection has been, uh, you know, discussed a lot in terms of the, the cancer link. I personally, and again, this is speculation, but there is some evidence indicating that cancer is tied to parasites. And you mm, were talking about I've the hydra, that. right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, we know about the DARPA hydrogel, which is the nanolipid encasement that, uh, helps to scuttle these, uh, uh injections into the cells otherwise you know they would pretty much be doa uh instantly and i think that that's a huge part of what's happening i think i mean i think it's multifaceted i don't think it's one thing but i do think that the hydra connection um yeah it's part of it well I, that that's the the plan i mean they've been laying this out for a long time that even going back to 2020 the in vivo nano platforms that's what that is they're talking about mm-hmm. in your body creating right. a nano platform that they could then you know like we just said trigger from outside and say okay create this specific gene or create this specific vaccine genetic sequence. That's what they're talking about. It's absolutely terrifying. But you bring up the cancer part of this. This is one of the ones I love to reference more. The Swiss policy research has really shown themselves, in my opinion, to be objective and striving for the truth from the beginning of all this. They really have kind of stuck to their guns. But this one was important. And this talks about lymphocytopenia, Mm -hmm. right? The dysregulation of your, your, uh, it's immune suppression or immune dysregulation. Mm -hmm. And that's, that, that's not like immediately like causing cancer, but that, situation leads to an explosion of cancers overlap that with sb40 overlap that with you know let's let's insert some artificial fake meat in the world that's literally <laughs> cancer essentially you know yeah. <laughs> see what happens after that you know uh, this this is kind of a terrifying reality guys but what i wanted to read this before we kind of wrap up here is that uh it, at the very bottom of this now this is written by anthony fauci understand what he's saying here Past unsuccessful attempts to elicit solid protection against mucosal respiratory viruses and to control the deadly outbreaks and pandemics they cause have been a scientific and public health failure that must be urgently addressed. Okay, what do you, COVID-19, as we're supposed to understand it, is a respiratory virus, mucosals in particular. Of course, Dr. Bakhti said this in 2020 and said, are we all crazy? I didn't say that exactly, but that was his point. Like, we know we can't deal with a respiratory virus by injecting something in your arm. He's right. Mm-hmm. Well, where was everybody else? They all knew that, right? Right, and nobody cared. The point is, he comes out now and says it was a failure. We're excited though and invigorated to you know basically talk with you about what we can do in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. The point though is that this it only got faster after this. Mm-hmm. So they're saying the mRNA platform and the way we're injecting in the shoulder is not working against the 
respiratory COVID-19. That's what this says. And right now they're standing on this and going forward. They're building the cancer, the RSV, the flu RSV, COVID overlap shot, the universal ferritin nanoparticle injection. All of these are happening right now, real time. And that scares the hell out of me. Yep. Sorry to end on a negative. Yeah, no, just say no. Just say no. Now just you know. Say no. Just say no. Yeah, right. that, that's like, the like you positive. In school. Just say well, no. And more people are waking up to it. I agree. And so I think that is really hopeful. And hopefully yep. people will just, you know, rise up and say, yep. heck no. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Yep. Shoot. Yeah. No, I, I think it's important that people continue to do this talk to each other, yep. cross those party lines, right? I mean, th- that is the biggest block, as I always say to everything that we're doing, is that people, yeah. like we just said to start the show. I yeah. mean, there there are, and I look, I'll be honest, I've said this many times, that in my opinion right now, you've got the Republican side of this, the, le- the, the conservative, the left-right side of this, yeah. right? And I and an overlap right of team, all of them. Team. Right. <laughs> and, and I would say from the right side, right now, and it changes over time, that they're more open to a lot of this sure. stuff. Open to the idea. I think a lot of them genuinely think they're fighting for freedom and are yeah. played by the right side of the paradigm. Sure. But either way, I think that there's a lot of people on the left, too, that are aware of all this stuff. And they yeah. kind of stop short because of political agendas, right? Mm-hmm. Because yep. of some hot, you know, large right-wing pundit, left-wing pundit that tells them you're not supposed to look at that and they look away, you know? I just, it blows me away why that still happens so much. But yep. I mean, what do you think? Is it changing? I I think to some extent it is actually changing, but I, unfortunately, the, the really what this is all about is the dialectic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it is to create these uh, polarity so that you can get the synthesis. Yep. And say it creates the spiral that just keeps going up to the mega point. And I think we are seeing more people wake up to the illusion of the two party paradigm and that, that they're, that they are trying to split us and that it's not, uh, and that it's predicated on a lot of lies. Mm-hmm. The problem I'm seeing is now they're, because that is becoming uh, more apparent, they're doing such a good job of splitting within. And they've right. always done this, right. but they're really hyper-targeting to create polarity within. Yeah. And th- I think they're especially doing it with the right, because the left is much better right. at banding together. And this has always been true. You know, it's where the term fascism comes up from, right? The band of sticks. Mm-hmm. And my analogy about, like, the 0.01% of things that they agree on, they'll band together. Right. Um, but they're really targeting, especially, I see, on the right, so that you create these pol polarized extremes and they're fighting from within and it has uh, i wouldn't even say the same effect it's almost worse yeah 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 well i think it's important it's a good lesson to end on you know that we <laughs> need to look past this stuff seriously yes. like that we need to see that we're actively being targeted don't, me- medically don't technologically you guys want to plug That's your stuff real quick thing. we got to plug our stuff real quick dude. go ahead what do you plug. want to plug i just want to plug your stuff i just want to say just uh yeah libertylinks.io forward slash rebunks is all my stuff uh injected.com is live now so we went live two weeks ago if you're single looking for an unvaccinated partner injected.com and then come join us at the american liberty awards august 12th austin texas american liberty awards.com you can vote for your favorites and uh come see us in austin it's gonna be awesome, awesome. yeah all right well thank you everybody yeah. for tuning in today i'll tell you courtneyturner.com oh, rebelsforcause.com stay tuned for that and also i'm speaking in michigan it's reuniteamerica.life so if you are in that area you can get your tickets all right. Well, thank you for the tuning last in. Today, Rock and roll. <laughs> thank you for being here today, and we'll see you next time, guys. Have a good one. Peace.